0: And America throws his mighty shield
1: The TV fans are taking over This is Across the Airwave You're
2: different Now don't let anyone tell you That you have nothing to offer
1: Second chances don't come around all that often I suggest you take a really close look at it. Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Marvelverse podcast. Cross the Airways podcast, reviewing Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Agent Carter, Marvel's Netflix shows, and the movies of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I'm Dan Schmidt, Greg Celsius your host, Gun with me, because two people that just want more Agent Carter, my co-hosts.
3: Hi, guys, it's Nikki.
1: Hello, it's Josh. Good Nikki tell everyone we well, discuss the kind of exciting episode.
3: Today's episode, we'll be discussing episode 10 of season two of Marvel's Agent Carter, the season finale entitled Hollywood Ending.
1: Yes, but before all of that, we have something exciting. Can Nico, Marvel edition section, with all sorts of exciting news, including the casting of Iron Fist, can who Martin Freeman is going to play, Captain America Civil War. So check out the news section all that exciting
4: stuff. Martin Freeman's role in Captain America Civil War revealed. Captain America Civil War made the cover of Empire Magazine this week and the feature story has revealed some tantalizing intel on one of this year's biggest superhero showdowns. After months of speculation, we now know which character Martin Freeman is playing in Civil War and it's someone whom Black Panther fans should probably already be familiar with. Freeman will play Everett K. Ross, a character who was introduced in Christopher Priest's Black Panther run as the U.S. State Department's liaison to King Shawla, a.k.a. the Black Panther. Within the Marvel Universe, Ross was largely played as a comic relief character, and he proved to be a true friend to Black Panther. In the Marvel Cinematic Universe, Ross will be working for the Joint Counter-Terror Center, and his alignment will be less clear. According to the Empire Report, Freeman will likely reprise his role for the Black Panther movie as well. That would mean that Marvel has now confirmed two performers for that film, Freeman and Chadwick Boseman, who will play the Black Panther. Presumably, Black Panther will also feature Andy Serkis reprising his role as Ulysses Claw from Avengers Age of Ultron, because Claw is one of Black Panther's greatest adversaries. Captain America Civil War hits on... May May 6th. The Black Panther movie will follow on July 6th, 2018. Jeff Loeb shoots down rumors about the Punisher Netflix series. For several months, rumors have circulated that Marvel and Netflix are targeting Joe Bernthal's Punisher for a spinoff series after his first Cinematic Universe appearance in Daredevil Season 2 next month. Back in January, a report surfaced that a green light for the Punisher series was imminent, but according to Marvel TV's Jeff Loeb, we shouldn't expect the Punisher to go solo just yet. Quote, I think the Punisher is something that people are speculating on as opposed to something that's actually happening, said Loeb during an interview with Digital Spy. Quote, it's certainly our hope that any of our characters will be on Embrace and that people will want to see more of them. Either Marvel and Netflix are trying to play down the possibility of a Punisher spin-off series or it possibly really isn't happening. That said hiring an actor like Bernthal for the role definitely implies that both companies have bigger things in mind for the Punisher. Under the terms of Marvel TV's original deal with Netflix Daredevil, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, and Iron Fist were supposed to only get 13 episodes each before the eight-part Defenders miniseries brought them all together. The second season of Daredevil and Jessica Jones added 26 episodes to that order. If the Punisher is a possibility at Netflix. It will, it may actually require a brand new deal with Marvel TV. Daredevil Season 2 will premiere on Friday, March 18th. Electra strikes a new Daredevil season two promo. While the early Daredevil season two promos have focused mostly on the Punisher, the introduction of Elodie Young as Electra has largely been underplayed. That changes right now. Marvel TV and Netflix have released a new 15-second teaser for Daredevil season two that features Electra doing what she does best. And if there's any doubt about how lethal she can be, her signature size should quickly dispel them. Electra was briefly referenced in the first season of Daredevil as the Greek girl that Matt Murdock dated in college. This season, she will reenter Matt's life as an international assassin and her true agenda has yet to be revealed frank miller created electra during his seminal run of the daredevil comic book series back in 1981 and she's gone on to become one of marvel's most popular anti-heroines jennifer gardner previously portrayed electra in the daredevil and electra movies that were produced by 20th century fox but not widely enjoyed during electra's stint in the thunderbolts comic book she found common ground with the punisher and one of the things that we haven't yet seen is how electra and punisher will interact in daredevil season two could they be allies or will Daredevil be caught in the crossfire when Elektra and the Punisher turn their aggression on each other. All 13 episodes of Daredevil Season 2 will premiere on Friday, March 18th. Game of Thrones' Finn Jones lands title role in Marvel's Iron Fist. Finn Jones will trade the Iron Throne for Marvel's Iron Fist. The Game of Thrones actor has been cast in the title role of Marvel's latest Netflix collaboration. Otherwise known as Danny Rand, the supernaturally enhanced hero wields a mystical force known as the Iron Fist which allows him to laser focus his chi and for example briefly render his fist superhumanly powerful. The casting was first reported by the hashtag show. Marvel's Iron Fist is the last of Netflix's originally announced hero series to take shape following Daredevil which releases season 2 on March 18th, Jessica Jones, which recently scored a season 2 pickup, and Luke Cage starring Mike Coulter. On Thrones, Jones plays Sir Loras Tyrell, lover of Brentley Baratheon, and brother to Queen Marjorie. At the end of season 5, Loras was last seen perjuring himself in front of the High Sparrow and inadvertently leading to his sister's imprisonment. Netflix had no comment on the casting, and in January, the streaming video site's content chiefs told TV Line only that the search for the series lead was in progress. However, this casting has been confirmed by virtually everyone else involved, so... It seems pretty legit. And that's the news with Nico. Marvel headlines for this week.
1: All right, thanks, Nico, for sharing that. With us, we're going to dive right into talking about a great episode of Marvel's Cajun Carter that ended this fantastic season beautifully. good titled, Hollywood Endings.
3: Peggy needs Howard Stark to eliminate Zero Matter as they are faced with a mission none of them can come back from. On the season finale of Marvel's Agent Carter.
1: Yes, and this episode is a surprise. Definitely. Because everybody survived. That little <laughs> explosion, except for uh, you know, Kurt Vernon.
3: Yeah, well, we didn't see him die. We didn't see a body.
1: Yeah, I think I think he's dead.
3: I, I would think so, but
1: there's nothing left of him.
3: Sci-fi rules.
2: Yeah, body, I really think that
3: he. He's yeah. got to be dead. He's got
2: to be dead. Yep. Yeah. I mean, granted, they can always bring him back because they, like you said, they never showed a body. But I think he's dead.
3: Yeah, I, I, I think that character was it was his time. As much as I love Kurtwood Smith and that he played a very devious villainous character, I was like, no, I'm glad he's dead.
2: Yeah. Unlike certain people, I think he is dead.
3: I think he's gone. Yes. I will not be starting the Vernon Masters Army to bring him back.
2: <laughs> the Vernon Lives?
3: No. Vernon Lives is not going to be a thing.
2: No. He <laughs> went into suspended animation, and he wakes up with no memory of who he is. In and Wisconsin. And raises family in the
1: 70s. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Corey wakes up in the far, far future. He becomes a criminal. Even That's more of a criminal. Yeah. Breaks up in New Detroit.
2: Maybe he's gifted with eternal life, and you know, but he loses memory every few years or something. I don't know.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: he's dead. Yeah, he's dead. But he's dead. Yeah, he's
2: dead. Now, two people who are not dead <laughs> are Jason Jason Wilkes and Whitney Frost.
3: Yeah, they they managed to survive the uh, the goo explosion. At the fact, that well, the, at the. Uh, at
2: the <laughs> they did more than that. Somebody got super powered. Guess.
3: Somebody absorbed the re- Jason's share of of
2: the goo. I have to say, I thought it was funny. She gets hit by a car and stands <laughs> up and never dusts herself off or even no. like nothing. She just turned and wide eyed and starts walking again. Like <laughs> what was? I don't know what that was, but I'm just gonna keep on going.
3: My God, we just hit a woman.
1: That, that whole scene
3: was. We just hit a two time Oscar winner, Oscar nominee. <laughs> oh, She'll be awesome. fine. She's
1: resilient. She's
3: resilient.
1: <laughs> Great introduction to Howard. Oh,
3: yeah. One of
1: the I, best. I, I, I
2: would have liked it if uh, Jarvis says, I also shot her twice. She's resilient. And just have Howard look at him like, what? Well, that's kind
3: of how I took the resilient thing. It's like, yeah, she's yeah. resilient. She'll come back from that. <laughs> that's nothing.
2: Okay, speaking, of Howard, <laughs> speaking of Howard, uh, him flirting with Rose.
3: Best, yeah, m- one of the best moments of, of the series. <laughs> I just was like, go Rose. I like yeah. it. I was like, and w- one more reason to love Howard Stark is he loves yeah. all women. And he is... N- I mean, some guys are real douchebags, but not Howard's.
1: Like, like Jack Thompson. And, and not and
2: not Dan and not Josh, right? Right,
3: right. Great. Yeah. Okay. There, there's no there's like there's no uh, no fat chicks rule in the Stark Mansion. It's all women are welcome, and he was just all over Rose, and I was loving it. I was like, I have a shot with Howard Stark. Yeah. And I'm and I'm just slightly I'm less plus sized than Rose. I was like, yeah, yeah. I was like, go for, oh my God. My friend Bethy and I were just like, just like so happy because Dominic Cooper. Oh my God. We both nailed Dominic Cooper in a heartbeat.
1: I just think it's, it's great to show how open-minded the character is.
3: Well, I think it's just, to me, it's not about like being open-minded. It's just being about being Howard Stark and being a, a guy who loves women and he has no prejudice
1: a lot of people would be written that way
3: he has no prejudice except against
1: assholes pretty much
3: <laughs> pretty much super villains he doesn't really like but everybody else is welcome in howard's world and it's just like this is how everybody needs to be
1: you know open and just have no barriers God, there would be a lot of people that wouldn't write this type of character that way so i come the show as well
3: Right, they would just not have had him say anything to Rose, or exactly. not even have her in the scene, or just. But you know what? Howard likes some voluptuous. He likes some blonde. He likes some redhead. He likes women. He likes women. Well,
1: do, do like
3: and yeah, he does. I, I thought their chemistry was really good too. Come on, more. I know all about you, but I'm still charmed by you. <laughs> I want more. I want how next season. You know the good, Lord, Kevin Feige willing. I want more.
2: What if, what if Rose isn't her full name?
3: What if her first name is Maria?
2: Uh huh.
1: <laughs> That'd be really cool. That would be really cool.
2: You know, and um, because then that would be.
1: Does that fit the timeline?
2: Well, um, I don't know because timeline know. wise, he didn't get married until after Shield
1: started. Right, he didn't and... get married until the '60s. It took him 20 years. Yeah. 20
3: years. Then, so he's in his forties when late forties or early fifties when when Tony's born.
2: Yeah, and here's the thing: according to the comics, Tony is not their son.
3: According to that timeline of the comic.
2: According because... to, according to Iron Man number seventeen, and according to Tony Stark himself, mm-hmm. uh, Tony Stark was adopted by Howard and Maria Stark.
3: Right. But we have to go back. Is that the timeline that is at the storyline that the MCU is yeah. working with? Because yeah. that's not always been the case that, you know, they change and, these things up.
2: Unless Tony Stark is Peggy and Daniel Sousa's son.
3: Why but would after
2: I, but Daniel died and Peggy couldn't raise the son on her own and but, gave the baby to Howard.
3: But she raised the other kids on her own. But she raised the other kids. And plus
2: she she would have been
3: well yeah, but she would have been in her forties, early fifties when Tony was born in the sixties.
2: Okay, I'm just I'm just throwing it out there just for fun. I know. Yeah. And in the background my wife is yelling at me and saying, No, then what about this? So (laughs) it would be funny, but it would, you know,
3: Yeah, I I like the idea. But then you have to think of the practicalities and the timelines, and you know, there's all these yeah. things that we would love to happen, but are like, damn it, we it can't would do be interesting ABCD. though.
2: It would be very interesting if they made it in the MCU that Tony is um, um, adopted. It would yeah. be interesting to find out who then his real parents are. Right.
3: I think. I think they were. They also in the MCU have, like, said he looks like his father, he acts like his father, um, stuff like that. But, you know, if they do, they do. But I think that they've actually cast actors to play his father, John Slattery, and Dominic Cooper, who you look at and you go, yeah, they could be Robert Downey Jr.'s father. Yeah. So you could see where he comes from. Um, so I don't think they're doing the adoption story. It's possible, like, that's something Tony finds out later. Um, but you'd think that would be something he'd, with his vast knowledge and genius would have known going in True. or something Obadiah would have thrown in his face.
2: Well, Obadiah probably would have thrown it in. You're right. He would have thrown it in the face, but yeah.
3: as cool um, an idea is like, wow, that's really interesting. Now in the comic books, Tony has to like figure out who he really is. And is, does he go on a journey to find his real parents and what his genetics are? And I think that's a great twist to his story in the comics. Yeah. And
0: it makes sense.
2: So it's, he's not Peggy's son, then. Do we really think that Peggy and Daniel Sousa are going to get together?
3: Or stay um, together? Because stayed, I don't know.
2: I don't think so, only because two, two things that have been said and confirmed. One is that um, Sousa said that he never had the, got the chance to meet Captain America. And two. Oh, that's right. Uh, uh, Peggy Carter said in an interview that we watched later on in Winter Soldier that turns out that her husband turns out to have been saved by Captain America right. in the war during the war, and the only person I can think of that would actually be a good enough uh, husband to her um, who would understand her and respect her who was saved by Captain America is something that you said that you found online is Dum Dum Dugan.
3: Right, but what if Sousa wasn't saved individually by Cap? But what you if think like, he was one
2: of those people that his unit was saved?
3: Like like his unit was saved because of something Cap did, and maybe they didn't meet him. It was just something Cap came in and took care of it and got them all out of there, but he never got to meet him. So you, there's so many different ways you could...
2: True. I, I think they would have said something in the first season, right. though.
3: I think... Well, yeah. unless they just haven't gotten there yet. Um... But well, that means yeah. they I, think Sousa, I, I think Susa to might have pay. said my unit was saved by Cap or right. You know, she would have he said Ray.
2: something about it.
3: I don't. You know? I, mean, I have no investment in. I have no investment in who she married. I absolutely know. I don't know if it was Daniel. I don't know if it was Dum Dum Dugan. I have no idea. I really. I'm. I'm enjoying the speculation. So Damn. I'm not shipping anybody.
1: Yeah, I was say. Could she? Could he, Daniel have not told her? for some reason or he didn't want her to get close to him because of his connections with Cap.
3: At this point, I think anything's possible. Okay. I think you could, you can work, you can kind of work different
1: theories out and say, well, the, if, if a, then B. He's not going to brag about it. Gary's not going to brag that guy made Captain America. On.
2: I really, I don't want it to be Sousa.
3: I, I don't. I don't have, like I said, I don't have an investment in who it is. I love Daniel. Um, but it, fits. It, it does fit, but I'm, I'm just enjoying the ride right now. I don't, you know, usually I'm like, Oh yeah, it could be this or this. I'm just like, I don't care who she ends up with us because we know she ends up living a happy life. She does. So I, whoever made her happy, that's fantastic. If it's Daniel, if it's Dum Dum, if it's somebody else from the Commandos, if it's a soldier that she met, th- because you know, and who happened to be saved by Cap, you know, it's great. Anyway, as long as Peggy's happy, and right now she's happy.
1: Do you think the movie Civil War will tell us? Yeah. Okay, because that hurt the show. I think
3: it'll it'll be on her tombstone or her gravesite,
1: mm-hmm. what her
3: last name her married last name would be because i think peggy would respect her husband enough to be buried with his last name on her as a part of her name
2: probably i think because we'll find it out Sounds
3: what... like they i think they sounds like they lived a very happy life together and a long life together
2: i really wanted to say dugan i really did yeah
3: if, like we look it out and it's now, like peggy carter was you know they eulogized the question... her then you look down and it says
2: dugan
0: i'm like oh that's awesome
2: I think, I think, though, that it, it's sad that her husband may have died. Then again, he may not have. Based on all the adventures that they're going to have through S.H.I.E.L.D., it's possible that something happened like with the soul gem or some other mystical artifact that they come across, and maybe he gets lost and loses his memory and just becomes a master of the mystic arts and shows up in Star City as Damian Dark. I mean, sure. I don't know. <laughs> you know, and then and oh, then, and then once once he gets defeated, connection? yeah, and then once he gets defeated there, he again loses his memory and travels around through town town a uh, time, you know, unknowing who he is until he ends up as uh Lieutenant Hawk on the starship Enterprise in first
1: contact. Sure.
2: I mean, I'm just saying
1: for crossing over this week, and
2: yeah, well, maybe before he becomes Damien Dark, he he's um, some weird guy or something else on uh, Desperate Housewives.
1: <laughs> you know, good he fight the Rock? Get there too?
2: Yeah, something happens, but I think I think that's what happens, and you know, uh, maybe that's what Civil War is all about. Maybe that's who's <laughs> really causing all this. The the true. <laughs> The Dude, true Duke. emperor, the se- <laughs> secret emperor of the of the Sith is Dum-Dum Dugan. Yeah,
3: he's 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 uh, uh, Supreme Leader Snoke.
2: Yeah, well, maybe he is Snoke. <laughs> <laughs> How can yeah. we connect
3: him to Harry Potter? <laughs> um,
2: hello, Voldemort.
3: <laughs> yes, but they're all British in Harry Potter.
2: Oh, that's a fake accent
1: to hide. We're more connected to Fantastic Beasts. He was in New York because that story takes place.
3: Is that the, the American school?
1: Yes.
2: Yeah. In any case, uh, I think I think that she marries Dum Dum Dugan. I don't think she's going to stay with Susa. I think that Whitney Frost is going to stay in jail and St. asylum for quite a long time. Although, I have to say that that scene kind of Kind of hurt my feelings, not hurt my feelings, but brought some actual feelings into my heart for that poor Freddie guy. Yeah, yeah. You know, I felt bad for him.
3: Well, I felt bad for him when he was talking to his nonna, uh, which is what Italians call their grandmothers. Yeah. Um, where he, We'd you know, he—you could tell he really, really loved this this woman. Yeah. Yeah. And he saw her, no matter what anybody else saw her as, or what she or the crack on her face, she was the most beautiful thing in the world.
1: Yeah. He's friends with Howard. So he could be that bad of a guy.
3: You can't be that bad if he's friends with Howard Stark. Yeah. Though The Jarvis giraffe arms.
1: Oh, my gosh. He that was one luck. of my
3: favorites.
2: <laughs> Even Michelle Pizek
3: turning... has commented on his
2: arms. Yeah, and then bowing down to drop the gray poop on. Yeah. Just... Yeah. But <laughs> yeah, that sorry. that was a great... How many of you... I'll be honest... How many of you actually saw it coming that Howard and Manfredi would actually be friends?
3: I did not even know we'd even meet him. They'd yeah. even meet.
2: Right oh, when great. I saw that, at that, at that little smirk on Howard's face, I was like,
3: "What the heck? What really?"
2: Okay. Oh, they got me on that one. one yeah, that scene. was that
1: was that was classy. Got one of one shot. Stark and Manfredi, in front of their adventures.
3: I'd like to see the two of them work together again.
1: Plus, I love those actors. Yeah. So, come on.
3: You can't go wrong.
1: Got throw Jarvis, too. Give him a part of it. In his
3: giraffe arms. Yes. When he walked out, I was like, oh, <laughs> crap. Poor Jarvis. And then leave the condiment. <laughs> <laughs> mustard.
2: <laughs> yeah.
3: And perfect. It was great, Poo
2: Oh Yeah. And mustard. Yeah, the that, apparently advantage. that's all he needed for some sandwiches. Yeah.
3: Howard and his mustard sandwich. I do love when he and Peggy are together though, because they they have a chemistry that's just really fun.
1: Peggy, I'm not thinking of a, thinking of a dirty thought. <laughs> so,
2: yeah, I'm not thinking one single. Oh, wait, there, there's, there's one. Know. There's
3: the. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love that. and the fact
2: that Peggy just rolled her eyes. I yeah, but that Howard Stark is such a boy.
3: I love what, when uh, when Jason asks, "Is there a portrait of you in every bedroom?" <laughs> a collection. And then it's a collection. Michelle Vizekas tweets a bunch of picture portraits of Howard Stark, and my friend Beth and I, independently of one another, are like we'll take one.
0: Yeah.
3: I was like, yeah. can I, my tweet was, "Can I, you know, can Beth, can Midnight Fairy and I have the, one of each of those?" And then she tweeted yeah. the same thing.
2: As long as they were signed, that would be, I would, I would take one.
3: Yes, I I just, I want a big oil painting of Dominic Cooper in my house.
1: They're all at Brandon's house. Brandon's (laughs) house pictures. If you have Brandon Easton, he's got a wall.
3: (laughs) Can we have some of the pictures?
2: Yeah. So they have this big plan. They have it out over mustard and sandwiches and it's on a studio lot.
3: They're going to use the studio lot because it's a very nice big area, and they can get rid of all the people by just saying "go home."
2: Right. Ten bucks says ABC Studios. It but was Universal.
3: Whatever. Okay. <laughs> yes, yes. It was the Universal backlot. <laughs> they mentioned it in during live tweeting, so that's why I know.
1: <laughs> yeah.
3: And I know the Universal backlot. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so so works, it, the, it, works for the voice. Good saw them big, AJ Carter because they were right next door. That's
2: awesome. Oh, nice. Yes. So okay, let's talk about the setup and how um, some, whatever his name, the, um, the um, scientist dude.
3: Aloysius uh, Samboli.
2: That he didn't faint. <laughs> you know, he yeah. didn't faint. No, didn't. He didn't, I didn't faint. Maybe. <laughs>
3: yeah. I, I do like Samboli. I think Rose is over it, though.
2: <laughs> yeah. I I, well, I don't think like, she ever oh, was okay. in it. I think she was just using her... Women in wiles to get him to do what they needed done.
1: She's moved on to Howard.
2: Yeah, she has. Well, not how to. can you blame her?
3: Oh God no. Oh.
2: oh.
3: Ever since I saw the History Boys, I've Dominic Cooper has been like in my top five.
2: Mm. What <laughs> I thought I thought was funny was when they were trying to decide who was going to sacrifice themselves to go use the crank. <laughs> and, and Howard's response to seeing Susa already doing it was, "That's just not fair." <laughs> Like wait a minute, we're supposed to be discussing this.
0: He just went you're not supposed
2: to it. just jump right in. I need to hit another golf ball in there. Oh, <laughs> well, he couldn't hit it, and if he tried, that was terrible. That was hilarious, though. Yeah.
3: So we are standing before an incomprehensible rip in the fabric of our world. Use a seven iron.
2: That's right. You should have. Technically, at that close, you could have used a nine and still been okay.
3: Mm, I don't know. I, w- I would have. I would have used a wood.
2: Not me. I, I, I don't know. I only
3: I, I only mini golf. I only play miniature golf. The only golf I will play is if there's a windmill involved. Ah. I'd leave the rest of the golfing to my mother.
1: Is that a giant portal to oblivion? That would get you to play golf. <laughs>
3: that would yeah. Get would me you? really far away?
2: <laughs> I wouldn't. I would totally unless pull I was Howard. there
3: with Howard Stark.
2: Right. Or Jarvis.
3: Or Jarvis. Or Coulson. Yeah. Or Peggy. Or Sousa.
1: You know, but going into Kind of more of a review with this. Guy was kind of thinking that maybe there. Guy was thinking there's going to be more government action, secrets involved, grit defeating Whitney. Um, it's I true. think
3: that because of the nature of the what it was, they, they really could. There was no way of defeating her except for no. re- getting rid of the power she had.
2: True. They didn't do it the way I thought it would happen. I thought there would be more of a sacrifice on some people's parts, but.
1: Whatever.
3: No, they, uh, the deal with Manfredi was they had to keep her alive.
1: God, I thought there'd be more.
3: That's why they had to work all that stuff out and how to get the, how to, you know, send the goo back without hurting her. I mean, it really made, it really made them work harder to save her because they could have just sacrificed her and thrown her into the rift. Yeah. Okay. Rift doors open, throw her out, but they had to save her life and they had to make her safe. And so I think there's more science involved in doing that. I think it was more subtle. And I think it was actually, yeah. it was a lot more interesting than just sacrificing her. Well, was,
1: I thought Van Freddie, God, Whitney, we're going to have more of a body and collide situation. cook her at the end of the season. I,
3: I thought so too, until this episode, actually until right. when he was talking about how much he loved her, I was like, wow, this is a guy yeah. who's, violent and hard and a criminal and has almost no redeeming value except he loves his grandma and this, you're seeing a side of him that you don't really see portrayed in, in mobsters. And I thought that was really sweet and you want him to be happy. In the end, we were rooting for him yeah, and and even though she's, you know, locked up in an insane asylum with a fetching jacket, um, (laughs)
2: Did you notice the, also that where the crack was in her face, it's all red and welted? Well, she'd been scratching herself. Oh, is so that what she'd Remember, been doing? Remember, that's,
3: that's why they said, you know, you can't take the roses in there. She'll just use uh, it to scratch at her, to try to open up her face. She'd been scratching
1: to make this the scar come back. Scar come back. So she became she became out of mask. The mask you were the to So sad. I know.
0: Why but, can't women
1: just be happy with the way they look? I thought it was a bad bad Villa Dig for her yeah. Freddy. Yeah, yeah, one of
3: you know, he's not maybe as happy as he could be, but he's she's alive and he could still see her and, and I there's think a chance that, that
0: it, she can pull through.
3: Right, that she can recover from it. And I think that it was it was actually really I think a bolder move for the writers to to do to save her and how they had to figure out the science of saving her. Yeah. And that's why you need Howard. I mean, Howard, you mean Wilkes and Sanderly could have done something, but you needed Howard to, to bring it all together.
1: I thought the ending being kind of committed really reminded me of the end of a Batman, the animated series. Yeah. Where it was like the villain got defeated because they were in jail, but you felt sorry for them because mm-hmm. there was always, almost like this like, cynical twist to it. Right. Because I think what where here was, Kerr wanted scratch her face off because I'm mm-hmm. having to take the roses for Manfredi. Right.
2: Um, I hate to compare it to this, but it makes me also think of the Val Kilmer Batman movie with the Riddler yeah. and how yes. at the end, the Riddler had gone crazy and thought he was Batman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, because they visited him. That's, you know, she's now, she thinks that she's still She's talking to other people, you know, and she's thinking that she can bring back this um, entity. Right. You know,
3: I, so, I actually felt the the worst for Menfredi because she was talking to Chadwick. Yeah.
0: About love. She,
3: that, about love. And I don't know if he could hear her, but it's like, woman, you're alive because of this man out there. Yeah. You know, the other one would betray you.
2: Yeah,
3: but this one—that is true love. What that man right out there is true love.
1: But are we ever going to see good to good continuation of this story, or is it done?
3: I don't know. We never, we never know with Marvel. It's all connected.
1: Yeah. Can I. Uh, what happens to Dottie too?
3: And I would just like to say that the hover car was awesome.
2: Yeah, the it was a homage to the first uh, Captain America movie.
3: Yeah, I, ca- I call it the pre-Lola, and the pre-Lola yeah. is gone now. But True. I would like to point out that in 1985, we were promised hoverboards. I have yet to get my hoverboard.
2: Right. Why has nobody talked to Stark Enterprises about this?
3: He created a hover car. All I want is a hover skateboard. Right. How hard All I've wanted since I was a very explode. little, little, little girl is a hoverboard. And they it's could create sad. a hover car.
2: Sad, sad. Bastards. Back right. to the future,
3: Robert Zemeckis lied to me that was supposed to happen last year, 2015. We were supposed to have hoverboards, but I thought that, I thought that the whole, the I thought the whole scene too. with the, with the tug of war and with, you know, with Howard's, you know, snarky attitude, of course, and saving, you know, they all really came together to save Daniel. And I thought that that was so just, it was amazing. And Sam is okay.
1: <laughs> yes.
3: So I, I thought it was, you know, he just went out there and it was like, but I we we didn't talk about this, but when they were plotting this whole plan and they were all arguing in at the SSR, right? And it turned was like, oh wow, they're really getting into the science. No, they were trying to name it. Sure. They were trying. They wanted naming rights, that's and it was funny. just like I was like, oh my god, it's boys and their toys. Yeah. And then Peggy says, and by the way, it's a rift, It's called a rift generator. It's like, oh, that's good. I like that. <laughs> Leave it to Peggy.
1: Yeah, of course she would know. Cisco yeah. needs her on the flash. Yeah.
3: I just, I just, <laughs> I love those little human moments because sometimes in superhero things, you don't get those. You don't get the, the human, you know, you don't get these little moments. And something the MCU does really beautifully is give us those human moments. Even though we're dealing with superheroes, you know,
0: they're still yep. human.
3: Yeah. we still have, and I want, I, I, as much as I'm looking forward to Preacher, I really want more Howard Stark. <laughs> it's like Daniel Cooper was born but, to play that man.
2: So let's talk about the fact that, one, Peggy might not be saying goodbye to Hollywood. But also, do we think there is a chance of a return? I mean, we always want one.
1: The- I, I have
2: my own theories that I wrote about, but I want to hear your guys' opinion on how do you think we could go about doing this.
1: Well, there's too much left to open. Goodbye, big it all
3: depends really on what Haley... Haley says not to rule... Haley is what wants to do it. We know that. Good. Um, she said it in, in an interview this week she, she wants a season three. They all want a season three. Um, it depends on this new show she's got a pilot for. We don't know if it's being picked up, so there's that. It's just a pilot so far. Uh, they don't have a series order unless something new has happened. Um, I think... Peggy did request extra time, extra vacation time. We know that. Because when she was snogging
2: with Sousa. Yes, the snogging. That doesn't mean that that she's going to stay.
3: Right, but with Jack getting shot at the end of the episode by somebody unknown who was taking something from him. He's shot in L.A. They're going to have to stay in L.A. to investigate it for the most part and right. stay with Jack. I think that they can't, I mean, I know when they wrote season two, they didn't know if they were going to get a season three, but when they wrote season one, they didn't know if they were going to get a season two. And they really kind of wrapped up season one. You could mm-hmm. have said that was a one shot thing. No uh, no pun right. intended to the Marvel one shots, um, but they left this open. They left a door. I mean, not a window. They left a fricking door open for another season. And I think whether it goes to Netflix or whether we get another season, I mean, I know the ratings weren't great last night, but that was pre DVR numbers. Um, I think, I think we're going to get a season three and I think Peggy will stay in Hollywood for part of it. And part of it, they might have to go back to New York. And I think that's fine because I think both places are a part of our characters in the, the show.
1: That sets up your new boss. For the one shot. Right. Because he's gone now. I mean, Jack got killed, so.
3: Well, we don't know that.
1: Okay, we don't know that.
3: We don't know if Jack's Kelly could be have just been shot, and then they have to investigate who did it. They have to figure it out.
1: Could you be happy Jack is dead?
3: No, I like Jack. I mean, the character, you're supposed to hate him. He yeah. He's the ward. You're supposed, you'd love to hate this guy. Right. And in the end, he is a damn good dinner orderer. And I don't want them to lose
2: that. Yes.
3: because Peggy yeah. knows right his, his Peggy knows his value, and it's you have members.
2: to admit that was awesome.
3: That was one of my very favorite moments of the entire show.
1: Yeah, and the with fact him that him had he had actually did, it.
3: and with a smile.
1: Yeah, but at the same time, it seems like Peggy almost knew that he would get suspicious of something. Can find the briefcase. Okay. No. All right. I just, I just, who here thinks that the
2: briefcase, the key found, uh, is possibly a nod to a hint towards season three, maybe being about Zodiac and I the think
1: key? So. I, I, yeah. I think the guy who killed him got to do with Zodiac too.
3: I asked some of our followers what they want to see for season three, and. Um, Say what do you want to see in season three? Agents of Geek Podcast said hijinks. No, but seriously, same team just ass kicking and cracking jokes. Um, And Brandon Eastman, friend of the podcast, writer for Agent Carter. Yay! His response was Masters of Evil versus Agent Carter.
2: That would be interesting, but they need to tie into the Marvel one shot. And they're running out of time. The reason I think that is because I think we might be able to get one more season, but I don't know that we'll be lucky enough to get a fourth,
1: not unless something really
2: amazing happens.
1: Zodiac Two Master, Masters of Evil.
2: Oh, to, um, um, not really. No. Um, yeah, I, slightly, I
1: can't
0: see
2: that. No, slightly that in the really... fact that. Okay, according to my research and according to what I wrote in my article this morning, there is a chance to tie the MCU, the actual movies, into um, the Zodiac. In the fact that in the comics, one of the mem- founding members of Zodiac was Nick Fury's brother, Jake.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes.
2: Jake would later on get reanimated by the Zodiac key And become and take over the mantle of the Kraken away. He would take it away from a dead Whitehall. Mm -hmm. But if, if we're using the Ultimate's version of Nick Fury and the fact that it's Sam Jackson instead of a white Nick Fury, then that means that it's very possible that this Nick Fury that we know was not born during and and did not live through the war the second world war like the comic book version did so what if it's not his brother what if it's peggy carter's brother what if m carter Mm. in the soe is michael carter not margaret and what if that's why they didn't show us the assassin what if the assassin is michael carter aka scorpio of the new zodiac and he's taking his information away and the person who came up with that theory, uh, who helped me come up with that theory, is Jennifer R. What's her name? Uh, Where would she go? Hold on a second. I, I want to give props to her because she helped me come up with this idea. That's and it's a great it's
1: idea. That's a great it, very,
2: that's She, very she, says, she said – what she said – yeah, Jennifer R. Carey. She said that she thinks my, the, the redacted file was about Michael and that he's still alive. My thought was, what if that's who it was that killed or shot John uh, Thompson in the end? But we have to think that he's alive because Sharon Carter is alive in the future. Sharon Carter would not have the last name Carter if Peggy got married and um, respected her husband and took his name. It would have to come from her dad, from her dad's side, which would probably be the son of Michael or Michael himself. It has to come from the male line of the Carters.
1: But if he was a villain, then how could that work?
2: Well, it does. It just because just because your dad is a villain doesn't mean you have to be, right? You know? And maybe you don't know that he was a villain, or your grandfather was a villain. And the other thing is, um, if if they did twist this on us, and it's not Nick Fury's brother but Carter's brother, then we have a tie-in right okay. away at the end of this season, to Zodiac. And it makes me think that next season, should we get Zodiac. one, it will be Zodiac. Because they're, if they're going to give us a living brother who is supposedly dead, but he's now a bad guy shooting SSR people, then the only person I can think of who matches the fact that he was supposed to be dead, but now he's, not, he's turned evil and he was alive during the war and is the brother of somebody good would be Nick Fury's brother. So what if he's taking that place, It's
0: good a theory. which means
2: he's like which means he's Zodiac. And that key, the fact that it turned out to be a key immediately made me think mm-hmm. Zodiac
1: key. Yeah, I did too. Right off the bat. You crazy thought. What if Dottie becomes a love interest to Peggy's brother?
2: Dottie is. Oh, wow. Good. What if that's what she was going for? What if that's who she's working for? Yes. That's why she good. Wants to be that's
1: close good, to Peggy. Good, she could be Sharon Carter's mother. Yeah. What if she is, Madam Hydra?
3: Yeah. And maybe Peggy raised Sharon. Yep.
1: Oh.
2: Because she her parents were Right. Because yeah.
3: she's. It seemed like that's what was
2: happening. Um, yeah. A
3: couple. A couple other people chimed in and said, "You know, James fell full of hay. He wants to see season three have uh, Hank Pym." Yeah. Or Maria Stark and or yeah. Obadiah Stane.
2: If it is Maria Stark, Maria, Maria Stark, it won't be a Maria. She won't be Stark yet, not no. for a while.
3: No, they. they're just like, Maria. like another uh, Eric Schumann '87 also wanted to see Howard beating Maria.
2: I can also see a uh, a younger or an equal aged Hank Pym. That would be good.
1: Yeah. Um, young Jeff Bridges, who could play that?
3: There is an actor who actually played a young Harrison Ford.
1: Oh, right. Who
3: I could see, who in even though it was an awful, awful movie, um, uh, Age of Adeline, he like got the job because on YouTube he was posting videos of him doing impressions of Harrison Ford, and he looks Get a great young, in that movie. He did. He, he he and Harrison Ford are the only things about that movie worth watching, in my
2: opinion. I will uh, disagree, but not right now. Uh,
3: yeah, just. <laughs> All I have to
2: Let's say is the, nar- discuss- the narration. Let's just discuss um. Peggy. <laughs> sure.
3: But I think that you get that actor. He could probably be a young Jeff. I think he could pull off the young Jeff Bridges.
2: Yeah. By the way, um, then I just want to give props also. The other person who helped me come up with the idea that it's Michael who did that, uh, who is uh, Scorpio in in the in, um, Zodiac, is the fact that um, Karen um, at Colonel Wojtuk Mm-hmm. She mentioned that she would love to see a season three where we we see maybe a young Nick Fury or even his dad, you mm-hmm. know, and somehow include that. And if she said that it reminded me Nick Fury is supposed to have a brother who is a bad guy at this time.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Wait a minute. Now we have Peggy Carter who has a brother who might be a bad guy. Well,
0: that, Fury, so I
2: yeah. want to give props to those people who helped me come up with this because that, was, that
1: awesome. was a lot
3: of fun.
2: I
1: wonder if we would meet uh, trip. Uh, Tripp's grandfather as well.
2: Supposedly he was a Howling Commando. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
3: But how, to, uh, Nick's dad, Nick Fury's, according to the end of, you know, to, according to the Iron Man films, Nick Fury's father was one. Wasn't he one of the founding members of S.H.I.E.L.D.? Uh,
2: and, and Nick no.
3: F- no. Okay. Nick Fury would have been born in the
2: 50s.
1: Our Nick Fury. Yeah.
2: So... Our Nick Fury would have been born in the 50s. So he...
1: okay, his grandfather was a uh... Elevator rib. Yes. No,
2: yes, but we don't know which grandfather. Right. And that brings up another fun theory. Just because I like connections doesn't mean it's actually true, and it's maybe too many connections. But what if Jason Wilkes marries um, Nick Fury's grandmother? What oh, if 46. what if Nick well, we're, Fury, in 19, well, we're in nineteen
3: forty six right now?
2: Right, but what if what if Nick Fury's mother is Jason Wilkes' daughter?
3: I don't think timeline-wise, because Nick Fury is born in the 50s. So, and this is 1946. she yeah. wouldn't be old enough. She wouldn't be old enough to give birth.
1: We're gonna see an elevator man. Good Oh, three. okay, I'll go along with that. We're see an elevator man. That would be awesome. Good, his name is Fury. That's interesting. That's a lot of interesting stuff. Yeah, we, we have a order. lot of, We have a lot. This Good is day. like. I now have so much to think about, Josh. Thank you. Cause they pull a gay Winter Soldier with Peggy's brother that they thought he was dead?
2: I don't know that they have the tech ready for that yet. Um, all we know is that Bucky was found, but he was found. He had amnesia. He was mostly frozen, if not frozen, like Captain America. And they were able to revive him and... Cut out you know, fix his arm or whatever, and replace it. But it took time. We just don't know how much time and how long it was before they found him. Um, well, it's
3: only been a couple years, right now. So
2: it's only so by now they might have found him and might have started the process of uh, brainwashing him. But then they still have to train him. They still have to replace his arm with tech, you know, and that kind of stuff. If
1: his arm need to be, yeah. I agree. The brother could brother could have just faked his death, right? Or
3: is presumed uh, missing in action.
1: Yep. Well, know, according and- to the according to the
2: redacted file, it mentioned something about a village where, but it said also no civilians survived.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Now the question is, if my theory is right, why would they attack that little village? Why would they kill all the civilians? And why would Burger it be said? Gets- w- Right. What if they were looking for the Zodiac Key? What if they were looking for the gem, the soul gem? Now, my thought, there's two thoughts. If Michael turned and he became one of those people to try to hunt for this thing, maybe he's thinking that it would help the military in win this war. Or what if he defended the village and died in the the defense of it, Mm -hmm. but was revived by the Zodiac? to become a member of their team known as Scorpio.
0: Right. So he
2: became, he became, and since maybe he was revived under the sign of Scorpio and you became a member of the Zodiac and you belong to us now kind of thing.
3: It's possible. I think it said no civilian survived, but he wasn't a civilian.
2: Well, yes and no, but keep in mind this is a redacted file about somebody who supposedly died before that happened. Right. You know?
1: Could he tempt Peggy with the Soul Gem to his way of thinking? I don't think she'd go through with it. Could say I could bring back Cap. The
2: Soul Gem inhabit, it controls the souls, and um, the Soul Gem is one of the few Infinity Gems that is actually partially sentient. It craves souls. It wants to house them within it. So it actually wants souls, not to give them away. But it does have the ability to impart souls to other th- other people or other things. In fact, it gave a soul to a life model de- decoy of Nick Fury, and it became known as Max Fury. Um, uh, maybe they Sean had a Fury Road. Um, I don't know. If
1: Jarvis, is able to control it. Greg counters the soul job.
2: I don't know that we will. I think that we will see the Zodiac key and this um, in Agent Carter. But I have a feeling that if we do get a third season, it's going to be after Doctor Strange. So we may already see the Soul Gem in Doctor Strange and they just give us a back history of it in Agent oh. Carter.
1: Okay. Good point.
2: So that's my, that's my thought on that is that towards the end of the, um, there's a good chance that we might see the uh, hints of the Zodiac key in Season 3, but never actually see it. Like, it's a hunt for it. And mm-hmm. Zodiac, that's why Zodiac committing all these crimes, is because they're trying to find it, and they're not letting anybody stop them or get in their way. Um, so we'll probably hear history of it and a story about it and maybe see images of it, but I don't know that we'll ever see it. But it'll be a good backstory. Kind of like what they did a little bit on Um, Agents of Shield, when we saw a brief backstory of the blue alien and Mm the the um, obelisk, you know, so they might do that, but a longer sequence to get more into Zodiac, so that we better understand the Marvel one shot. That's what I think, and I think it will revolve around her brother saving her brother.
1: That's good.
2: I think that Jack Thompson is not dead. I think though that his injury will prevent him from being staying chief but he might go on to replace Vernon as FBI director to, in order to help smooth the way for uh, Shield along with Howard Stark. I think that he'll be replaced by the actor Bradley Whitford who will be the who is the chief of the SSR during the time of the Mark 1 shot. Right. But somebody who doesn't know Peggy he's maybe he was a government person who was put in there just to take over and set things right, and he doesn't know who Peggy is. He doesn't really care.
1: God that he's frozen, got reawaken to work for the president. The <laughs>
2: true, that's true, and doesn't know it. Just goes along by,
3: with gosh. the revive along with uh, Agent Colson.
2: True. Yes. Yeah. Well, like I don't he was think known no, as I don't, Casper. <laughs> No, I, I think that's just a cover. I think he's trying to keep an eye on things this revived guy and an eye on the president, I think his, it's really Colson, but he just pops in now and then when he's not being director to keep an eye on things and keep up his the appearance. Good,
0: good yeah. point.
2: Good point. Yeah. yeah. No, but I that's what I think. I think that's what they're going to do in season three. Is we're going to see Peggy leave Sousa. Um, the job will be more more up Sousa's alley than dealing staying with Peggy. And I think she's going to move back to New York where she thinks she can do more good. Only problem is her new boss is a total ass. And um, I think it'll all be a ride about um, Zodiac. I really do. The only thing I can think of that might change that idea is that she stays in Hollywood and deals with finding her brother and Zodiac and stays on working under Sousa. But maybe something happens in the interim and she has to go back to New York. Like It's a demand to come back to New York Mm -hmm. to help usher in this new boss or or the new boss tells her you better get back or you lose your job, blah, blah, blah kind of thing. But it happens right at the end of finding out about her brother and Zodiac and all that kind of stuff. I don't know. All I know is that. There's
3: so many ways this can go.
2: Yeah, I just know that I my personal belief is that this third season, hopefully we get a third season, hashtag Renew Agent Carter, and that this will be the season that we learn about Zodiac, we know about her brother, and they they merge this to the uh, Marvel one-shot, and that's it. I don't know that we're going to get a fourth Peggy Carter.
1: Will they introduce her husband or explain who he could be? I think they did the Marvel
2: one-shot. In the Marvel yeah. one-shot, one she is not wearing a wedding ring. And so she's leaving to go help Howard Stark run S.H.I.E.L.D. However, that's sitting yeah. next to uh, Howard Stark was Dum-Dum Dugan, wasn't it? Wasn't he? Wasn't he in that, that? Yes. One? Or was it that's just a commercial? I don't remember which. But I'm pretty sure it was. Uh, he was there. Which means Dum-Dum Dugan is probably helping as well.
1: Right. Well, he'd have to be. Because he's such a major member of S.H.I.E.L.D. anyway. Mm -hmm. True. For the comics. True. That's interesting.
2: So that's what I think is going to happen when it comes to what happens next. I think Peggy won't say goodbye to Hollywood right away, but her chasing her brother may lead her back to New York and dealing with another boss over there who, you know, ties her hands a lot. So...
1: Good. I think after... Civil War, WA calls us to come up with more theories.
2: Of course. Gross. That's all they let us do is come up with theories.
1: To what? Gage and Carter the series. Josh is the, wrap up. Ri-
3: the theory generator.
2: Yeah, they're like going to the be the rift
3: generator. Yeah, yeah that's like generator. a rift
2: generator. Of course, you're the one who comes up with the name. Of course. Were you invented by Stark?
3: I, I wish I was invented by Stark. No, I don't. <laughs> no, I don't.
2: If you um, could have any, all right, let's ask this for fun, just because. If you were asked out on a date by any single male member of um, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. or Agent Carter, who would you go out with? Howard Stark. Okay. Interesting that you didn't choose Clark Gregg.
3: Um, one Clark is married.
2: It doesn't have to be that kind of a date?
3: Uh, um, if it's that, oh, I thought you meant characters too. Um, Coulson, I see it more as like he's like I, I'm not sexually attracted to Coulson. Uh
2: uh-huh. But all right, Dan.
3: I, if I was gonna hang out with anyone, yeah, it would be Clark.
2: Okay. If I was gonna you, go on a
3: date, date with someone, <laughs> it's gonna be Dominic Cooper.
2: All right, Dan. Okay, let's just say hang out in general. It doesn't have to be male or female. Dan, what about you? Who would you go? Who would you hang out with? Want to hang Kennedy out with
1: Turner, Hands down
2: hands yeah. down Taking, that
3: would be hard down. for me to choose between her and and Clark but yeah
2: after watching both uh, both seasons and both shows I have a hard time deciding between either um um James Darcy or BJ <laughs>
1: Britt good job you
3: had to big breathe BJ into it
2: yeah really yeah.
3: you didn't yeah. mean pastor present because oh gosh I don't know it would now.
2: be so much Can I just hang out with all of them? That would be fun.
3: I want James Darcy and Dominic You know what? Let's make that season three of Agent
2: Carter. Agent Carter meets the fans. That's all it is. (laughs) Season three, Agent Carter meets the fans.
1: She hangs out with us.
2: Yep. Does live interviews on across the airwaves.
1: She has a sleepover. Sleepover with us. Yes. Sleepover with Haley.
2: One last question I have for you. I know we haven't seen the last of the dark force energy because we see it in Agents of the Shield. Do you how do you think it comes back? I think Hydra probably is working on it. Do you think or, that's or, what it is? Hydra, because they've because been sending
3: how long have they been sending people there?
2: True, but none of them have come back. So how right, does but the dark
3: But something has to leak, right?
2: Well, that, but that's the other leaking. thing is that's well, my I don't know. my theory was that Maveth was the home planet of this dark force energy, but the way Jason Wilkes described it is that the entire dimension is filled with dark force energy. Nothing lives except for dark force energy, except could for Mavith, matter. Maybe
1: it's not Maveth. Could Maveth have conformed? formed? Could it Could it be a product of dark dark matter? Could like it formed into a planet? No, I
2: don't. I don't know about that because it's nothing living. I think it would have killed um, Elizabeth or um, Simmons. Gemma. Gemma, right off the bat, you know,
0: True.
2: and the fact that, and the fact that Hive, which we now know Ward is Hive, and is basically, well, in the comics, it's a Hydra genetic um, laboratory experiment, but it's um, multiple entities. It's com- uh, it is literally said, it is an entity composed of untold number of genetically engineered parasites.
1: Well, the dark matter could the voice that Wendy, he was hearing, Beehive?
2: I think that the Dark Force energy dimension that we saw was the dimension of Symbian.
1: Okay. We will find out. That's my theory. I think Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. kids going to tie to this, so I'll answer some questions about
2: it. Yeah. We'll have to wait until after Civil War, and then we should have an Agent Carter recap um, after Civil War, where we talk about War and the the reveal of her husband. You know if they if they actually do
3: right. He might have just been a regular guy who had nothing to do with any of it.
2: Oh, you know what? I know that they could go that route, but that would just no, no. I don't like that idea. Because
3: why can't she be the cool pe- She'd be the cool one in the relationship.
2: Well, she is the cool one in the relationship. I Even mean, she does go with Dum Dum Dugan. She's the coolest I mean the cool. Right. I mean, you don't get cooler than Agent Carter.
1: Yeah,
2: that's true. Oh, well, unless you go Killer Frost, but still.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah. In any case, that's, those are my thoughts on, on the season finale. I look forward to a season three. We just need to keep up the hashtag Renew Agent Carter. Mm-hmm. My, my article uh, on the season finale has been liked by Jose Molina. So I'm really happy about that.
3: That's awesome. Yeah, he liked a few of my tweets last night, and so did Gigi Melton, Giovanni, who does the...
2: So did Brandon, too. I saw yeah, a lot yeah. of people. Uh, you were doing the live tweeting?
3: Yeah, on the job. West Coast. Yeah. Good job
2: you. on that. I was late on it because I was out to dinner for my birthday. So
3: well, Yes, because yesterday was Josh's birthday. Happy birthday. Bye.
2: Yay, Happy birthday, guys! We gave we gave we gifted one. you
3: a season finale of Agent Carter.
1: Yay! That's my birthday <laughs> present. Got a discussion. Yeah. Got, Yay! Got, got lots of likes on your theories page. I, yeah. sent,
3: I sent you a birthday message
1: on Twitter. So.
2: Yes, yes, I saw that through across February. So appreciate that.
1: Get it on the Facebook page. I put one up for you. Yeah, I saw that too. I sent you oh. one like, just for one. me too. <laughs> Thank you, everybody. I thought you were just for me too. I think. Yeah. Yes. I by the
3: oh, way,
2: Mike. By the way, since two o'clock this afternoon, which has been now five hours, I've had four hundred hits on my article.
1: Nice. That's not bad at all. Can hopefully every one of those hits gets one more person that could save Agent Carter.
2: Right. Let's let's hashtag a, renew Agent Carter everywhere.
1: Yep. We should add that
2: to our hashtag Marvelverse podcast.
1: Yes, get on that uh, social media consultant. Okay, I'll work on that. (laughs) Go help as best I
2: can. I'll do what I can.
1: (laughs) Yeah. All
2: right. That's all I got. What else you got? We got some
3: some tweets and we got some some emails. Excellent. So our friend Aaron, Rain Beast. It's bedtime, bedtime, but I almost forgot to say what I thought about. About things on Agent Carter, I can't skip out on the finale. So I'm looking back at my tweets, and like last week, this time I'm mostly about Jarvis. Can you blame me? I don't know. Maybe you can. Well, at least I don't. The season was incredible, and all. And of course, it's not all thanks to Jarvis. Everyone had great moments, like Carter kicking ass so very many times, or Susan, his near constant sweet puppy dog eyes. But Jarvis stole my heart again this season, and then he broke it, which is which makes a character in the story matter even more to me the material that darcy had near the end of the season was fantastic and he did a phenomenal job with it what a terrific character he plays and what amazing chemistry he has with that, with that well. i'm sorry to see agent carter go again so soon at least agents of shield isn't far behind and neither is sleep eyes closing now good night and don't let the bedbugs paralyze oh and almost forgot she sent a she posted a couple of her tweets i can't believe <laughs> a jarvis quote I can, I believe I can actually hear the sound of their egos growing. <laughs> Jarvis, yeah, I love, I love you line. and your amazing lines. Uh, yeah. When it comes to the rift, yeah, I wouldn't be within a mile of that rift. Never mind twenty feet. True. And then she quoted the uh, line about the seven iron,
2: which we yes.
3: Um, email oh. uh, at midnight ferry, my friend Bethy. Hey, Bethy here. So I'll just start with, Holy hell, oh my God, it was so awesome. Susa and Peggy, I've been shipping it since season one. I can relate to Susa on so many levels, especially struggling with a disability, but still trying to be like everyone else. Glad to see that Peggy can open herself up to someone and find love again after Steve. It's important that they they didn't just leave her to pine over the past, and the progression through this season was so awesome. I'm also glad that she and Jason got closure and parted on good terms.
1: Yeah, that was good.
3: For some reason, Morgan's email disappeared from my...
1: Actually, there was war with Buffy's email, too.
3: I'm happy to see Howard return. His genius was needed. I also love the energy between Howard and Peggy and also Howard and Jarvis. Comedy gold right there. And then there's Jarvis and Peggy. He truly cared about her her well-being, and she needed someone she could trust 110%. They worked well together. Also, he is the luckiest man alive because Anna is everything that's pure and lovely and amazing. I knew Whitney was going to go totally crazy since Zero Matter left her simply because she didn't have much self-worth that wasn't related to her beauty there before she was exposed to it, and it used that emptiness against her. She is tragic in a way, so smart, but the world was against her. Thompson surprised me. I think he finally saw Peggy's worth and respects her in a way. It was kind of fun to guess what side he was actually on, although it was frustrating as well. All in all, the season was amazing. The writers really knocked it out of the park, and I am so grateful for them. Can't wait till season three. Let's hashtag save Peggy. Okay. And Morgan's email. Hey, Nikki, Dan and Josh. What a great end to a fantastic season. Absolutely. Love the episode. Holy crap. Jason survived exploding. That takes some skills. Jarvis and Howard show up and run Whitney over Poor thing. She's a two time Oscar nominee. That was definitely one of my favorite Howard moments. Although really every Howard moment is a favorite. He's just so great. His obsession with the mustard priceless. And, of course, he knows Manfredi. I think Howard pretty much won the episode with his one-liners. I love the scene between Jack and Peggy because it just solidified what we already know. Peggy Carter is one of the greatest human beings ever to exist, ever. Of course, she was never going to actually shoot Jack. And she tells him she won't rat him out. And she tells him he's a good man after all the shit he's put her through. Peggy Peggy Carter absolutely knows her worth. Got a little nervous about Samberley for a minute, but yay, they stopped. Whitney and he was fine. Got even more nervous for Daniel, but he ended up fine too. They were all fine. Oh wait, nope. Jack gets shot in the end. What what what? We absolutely need a season three now. I need to know who shot Jack. Jarvis being insulted over not getting to drive Peggy to the airport was adorable. Splendid. Uh and yes, Peggy and Daniel. He practically
2: leaped out that
3: door. <laughs> with the bar with the with the suitcases in his hand. That was a great <laughs> moment. And yes, Peggy and Daniel, too cute, too cute. I love them. Such an amazing season. I love how well this show works with an 8 to 10 episode arc. More next year, please. Until next week when we're back with our S.H.I.E.L.D. team, Morgan.
2: Yay. Speaking of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., we need to make sure we spread that bingo. I want that bingo. Okay. Yes. That was, that, that's going to be fun. If we can get some of the cast in on it, live tweeting with that bingo is going to be so much fun.
1: Tell people yeah. how they can find it, Josh.
2: Uh, they can find it on across the airwaves uh, Twitter page, or on the Facebook page as well, um, or you can go to my um, Instagram, um, which is JW But it's a uh, Agents of Shield bingo ca- uh, game that I created, um, inspired by somebody else who had created a um, Marvel um, bingo. And I want to do one for next season as well, so that is it changes each time. I even created one for live tweeting. Awesome. Nice. Yeah. So,
1: so everybody go I'll, get I think those. Be cool. We'll
3: be we'll be using those on the live tweeting.
1: Okay, we'll give a shout out to the winner. Got our show too. There you
3: go. Maybe the winner yes. would like a couple dozen Agent Colson cookies.
1: Yes.
2: There you go. Special there we go. Paid. How you go wrong with Agent Colson cookies? Come on.
3: Even Clark yeah. Craig likes them, cause he's had them.
2: Good oh, there you.
3: Head. He's the had them and he likes it. Hashtag renew agent Carter. To your <laughs> <bingo> card. Yep. <Yeah. laughs> Always put hashtag renew uh, agent Carter.
2: Well, I'll, I'll I'll see about adding that to the um um live tweeting Twitter uh one, so that if you tweet if somebody from the cast tweets hashtag renew agent Carter, then you get to mark off a spot on your bingo card. Works nice. For yeah,
1: that'd be fun. It would be. get if you guys would like to send your own feedback to our podcast, you can email us at acrosstheairwaves at gmail.com. You can send us a message on Twitter, at airwaves. where we now do our live tweeting. At Agent Carter. Or you can leave us a voicemail by calling 773-809-3363. Okay, get that 773- 309-3363. So, with that, we're going to the closing of the episode. Can Nikki tell everybody what excitement we have next week? Because things are going to change up in a good way next week.
3: Next week, we're going to talk about the exciting return of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yay. And, and listener feedback. Colson is back. Good and as much as day. I love Agent Carter, I'm I, I'm ready for Colson to come back. I'm I'm going to withdraw. Me too. Even, even though there's a whole wall behind my bed that's just pictures of him.
1: Right. Good. since there's no spoilers. Agent Carter for you guys to stick around for this week. We're just gonna go right into rolling that pre recorded closing. Get at Across the Airways podcast Network website. Across the Airways That's across the dot com. You can check out all of our podcast shows. Available as their own individual programs in the iTunes Store and Google Play Store. Guys, for the podcast shows on our network, we have the DC Nation podcast. Located at dcnation.acrosstheairwaves.com. that's dcnation.acrosstheairwaves.com. Which reviews popular DC Comics related TV shows movies there's also the marvelverse podcast located at marvelversepodcast.acrosstheairways.com check out that's marvelversepodcast.acrosstheairways.com which reviews marvel comics related tv shows card movies can we also have Thronescast, cast a podcast dedicated to reviewing episodes of hbo's game of thrones which is available at the website thronescast.acrosstheairways Dot com, Kagan, that's Thrones dot across the airways. Dot com. In addition to these programs, you can listen to the original Across the Airways podcast, which is accessible at Kacross the Airways.com, which reviews TV shows not related to superheroes Core Game of Thrones, like The Walking Dead, Doctor Who, Star Wars Rebels, Supernatural, and more, concluding sitcoms such as The Big Bang Theory. Got the Muppets. Also, you can listen to Across the Airways, the DC Nation podcast, Thronescast, the Game of Thrones podcast. Got the Marvelverse podcast. Got the Mixed Radio Station, coed by Jack Stifle. Stitcher Radio. God, if you use Apple devices, download the Podcast Box app. Got if you're on a Windows or Android device, you can download our apps from the Amazon Marketplace. Got the Windows Marketplace. Got a regular Windows or Windows Phone app. Guys, for how you can contact us to give your own listener feedback, got the TV shows review, provide suggestions on how we can improve your podcast listening experience, or just want to say do you like what we're doing? Email us at acrosstheairwaves@geval.com. Again, that's acrosstheairwaves@geval.com. Comment on our Facebook page. Follow us on Twitter. Got across the airwaves. There's no thought in there. It's just across airwaves. Join our circle. kind Google+. Or leave us a voicemail by calling 773-809-3363. Call us at 773-809-3363. Call when sending us an email, please mention which podcast show you're directing the message to. Give the subject line. Give you our sending us listener sort of feedback you want us to read on the air. I would also recommend that you check out our YouTube page, which features trailers for upcoming movies and television events. Along with this content, the ATA YouTube channel gives a great source for panels from past Comic-Cons. And it will be a great resource to find videos related to the Comic-Con taking place in San Diego this summer to go along with our Comic-Con special all right so once again for our other across the airwaves podcast hosts Nico rice tech Wu kim michael j Petty, good steve nostro guy dan schmidt i'm nikki amy i'm josh mccray and until next week we will catch you in the ball of